0: You may leave the Kilkenny City Centre bell behind. That's if you want to hear about the woman who takes her mobile phone to bed. Or about John F. Kennedy. Or from the man whose son sent him something home from America. Go down the high street and over the River Nore to find out about Big John, City Sue or Sam McGee. Just over the river is the Noor Bar. It's the Kilkenny City Bar where they turn the TV off every second Tuesday night. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: it's where, at about a quarter to ten, there's a changing of the guard. Look, Trevor. What's happening now? The young fellas are all gone, are they? Oh, yeah. Thank God for that.
2: Why? Because we have enough here. We have to. We have someplace for the people to sit and stand, won't we?
0: So does the age group change then after the football? Well,
2: those chaps come in to look at the football. Now
0: we go on to the monologues. This is Sean, one of the three wise men of the whole venture. He's retired from the Kilkenny People newspaper.
2: I gave a monologue here one night. Some people were singing in that, and they asked me, for a change, would you do a monologue instead of a song? Great. And I said, I'd do both. I had a few jars on. Right. So I sang a song and I gave a monologue, and it went down fairly well, I think. And Michael got the idea that maybe we should have one every Tuesday night, a little bit of a session.
0: Sean loves the idea of monologues, They remind him of ghost stories, almost 70 years old from childhood summer holidays in Wexford.
2: The young fellow finding the banshees come and the father heard the knock at the door and the screeching outside and he put on a shovel and put the fire shovel out under the door. And of course, half the shovel was taken off with the claws of the banshee. Well, obviously, we were frightened out of our life, you know.
0: That's a brilliant story.
2: Well, you know, these are all the old stories we heard that time. Uh, They give out about kids playing PlayStation with the violence in the PlayStation. (laughs) 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 Yeah. <laughs> run, I better liaise with, with, with Dermot. Are, are we They're ready to roll? We have as well.
0: hey, You've um, a bit of paper here in your hand.
2: What's in the bit of paper? The policeman wouldn't ask me that question. This is
0: Dermot, the second of the wise men, retired from independent newspapers. He's the MC tonight.
3: Yeah, Martina, will you be doing a monologue tonight? No, no, are you just no, here no.
0: in... Uh, Dermot is rounding up performers and spelling out the rules. No singing.
3: We, we take it very serious, you know. So. And no drinking. Uh, this is Lent as well. I don't want you to <laughs> run my... Yeah.
0: Right. Describe this pub though. It's well, not I a super it's, pub anyway. it's, not, it's certainly not a super pub, no. Uh, some would call it a shabine.
4: It's
0: only about 15 feet wide, is it? Uh, about 15 feet. And this is Michael, the third wise man, the owner of the Knorr Bar. He used to work for Next Clothing Stores in London. Thirteen years ago, he came home and bought a pub. Now he and his family are involved in four pubs in the area, and he's looking at a fifth in Portugal. When I came in now, there was a man telling you about J.K. Galbraith. You must learn a lot. Being fine <laughs> no, 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 not, not a thing, not a thing, not a thing. I can't. No comment on that. And you, are you allowed to have opinions on things, or do you have to agree with everyone? No, I have to agree with everyone, of course. No, no, not, <laughs> not, are definitely you, not. If you the football on one telly and if the other telly turned off. Yes. What's, what, that's because the, the monologue... That's because monologue now starting, yeah. Right. Do you have yeah. anyone saying to you it's the same to have a telly in a pub? Absolutely. I, I, I uh, hate having a uh, television in a pub myself, to be quite honest with you. Right. I'd prefer to have do without televisions, but business now is uh, telling us that we have to have televisions and soccer and everything is taken over. If you go to the Flux page in the Radio 1 section of rte.ie, you can see pictures of the Nor bar. Single-storied, low-ceilinged, mock-flock wallpaper... Framed sayings from Irish writers on the walls. Cozy. More front room than bar. So, every second Tuesday is monologues night in the Noor Bar in Kilkenny. For monologues read recitations and soapbox too. There's actually a special step in the corner for the performers to stand on. There's also a spotlight up behind their heads. The Darts players are giving out that they didn't get a spotlight for their board. (laughs) The crowd tonight include a man who's retired from the brewery where he was a fitter, a woman who works in Kilkenny as a personal shopper, a teacher, an electrician who's been caring full-time for his recently deceased father, and a woman who cares full-time for her elderly parents. What's your, what's your one going to be on? What? What's your yoke your going to be on? Your Is it a recitation or what? Well, I don't know yet, no. Would it be your own one now or, or somebody else's?
3: Ah, no, no, no. i will be able to write my name. I might write one of them yokes.
0: And are you going to do one as well?
4: Yes. It's called Poor But List. It's a friend of mine wrote it, actually. Oh, I
2: see. Yeah.
0: And is it funny or is it...? It's
4: sort of um, funny and sad and... It so will make, oh, make us cry <laughs> Yeah, well I don't think so <laughs> Unintentionally
1: said you Two pints together, sir, Michael Was that it? Yeah, that's
0: it That was it. the
3: recitation
1: yeah, I thought oh, That was great <laughs> I'm so starting early A pint uh, You're only man to say no? Thank you very
3: much indeed now.
0: What passes for monologues in the 21st century? What happens when you turn off the telly in a Kilkenny pub at 10 o'clock of a Tuesday night? Well, give me 20 minutes or so and I'll show you The first monologue is not a monologue at all, but a piece on the pipes by David Tui. (laughs) Then it's down to business, and the first up is (laughs) Packy. Packy's a neat sized man, dressed Natalie. Pinstripe suit and pinstripe tie. But the rest of the bar can't see that because Packy does his piece facing the back wall.
5: These guys were scratching the ties in the Model saloon. He the <laughs> Hello there. Can I read something original for you? Uh,
3: Packy is going to do uh, the silver lining. You can do it either city. No.
0: I've changed my mind on that one. <laughs> but this is a bit of a pattern throughout the night. And I would... Mom, pad, mom, 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 pad, mom, pad. No. You're best, you're living best. But Dermot the MC not thrown. Without out in the world, this is original. I feel you've
3: changed his mind now, ladies and gentlemen. He's got thrown Yes. And it's called,
5: the water lily. it's called the
3: water
5: lily. I will not stand up there because he's beside me. <laughs> <laughs> It is a water lily, lads. Bluebells and daffodils are flowers that are also fair, with colours and fragrance that will fill the open air. A rose is something that stands out so some fair than them all. But there is my lily down by the waterfall. Winter brings the snowdrops and bluebells to the dell, but with that lovely lily I would sooner do well. Your purity and colour and beauty of them all, tis my lovely lily down by that waterfall. <laughs> this is one I wrote a long time ago. Yeah,
0: the plates of sandwiches are passed out from behind the bar as Sean gets up.
2: Well, this is a little monologue, a very short one, and it's about uh, the romantic antics of young up in the West of Ireland. Sean's recitation tells the
0: story of Predatory City Sue.
2: And then she whispered in Michal's ear, Aish long now let's disappear. We'll use my place, the door's unlocked, you'll spend the night. Shomra ha-haut. Asher poor Mihal's chown was in a spin. Neil rev she thinking thoughts more shin. Be to see this Jezebel, she'll surely damn my soul to hell. He stood aghast and could hardly stutter, so off he bolted. Error, roar. Straight for while you jumps into bed, and dick is the rosary said. Asher poor Mihal bucks and sleeps alone in his of Byoggo corn Al corn, and he oft times thinks of Siongla her Hout, and what might have been poor me <laughs> Hello, Sean. Hello,
3: Sean. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'd like to call on uh, Mick Gaidra now. Perhaps.
0: Mick is the resident singer in the bar, and his recitation is usually sung. He grabbed
6: his sagging timber... Gave out with a groan, and like a giant oak tree...
0: It's a nod, it he a says, old. to Kilkenny's mining tradition.
6: And then with all of your strength, he gave a mighty shove, and a mighty yell out, there's a light up above, and twenty men scramble from this would-be grave, and out there's only one left down there to save. Well, with Jackson timbers, they started back down when came that rumble way down in the ground, and the smoke and the gas spedged out of that mine. Everybody knew it was the end of the line for a big jar. Now they never opened that worthless old pit. They just placed a marble stand in front of it. And these few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mind lies a big, big man, big jar. Hey! Hey!
3: Very good, very good. Well, Bill Wilkinson, Bill, would you like to... You'd like to maybe wait for a while, Bill, would you? Uh, we, 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 we provide relentless pressure on uh, our customers here tonight. So you know. Absolutely.
7: Why? because I promise. Yeah, I because because the promise. voice is gone and everything that's else. That's so.
3: lovely, lovely. Thank
7: you. Uh, this is a poem by uh, William Makepeace Thackeray, which I'm sure you've all heard of at one stage or another. There was a sta- sage in days of yore, and he a handsome pigtail wore. He wondered much and sorrowed more because it hung behind him. He mused upon this curious tale. No, I... Def- I sorry, forget forget. Bill has a sheaf of
0: pages and cuttings in his hand, which he rifles through, and comes up with a piece written by his son Ian, who was in America on an athletic scholarship.
7: And uh, published in some American papers and magazines. He was asked to write something about
0: his thoughts of Ireland. This piece was written about 23 years ago. Second to none.
7: And from the first day of school, students are taught native language and folklore. There is a priority placed on the teaching of Irish culture, as it may be the only thing the Irish have that will help them keep their identity in a world that becomes smaller daily and integrate with many different nationalities and cultures. Little Ireland, though lacking in material wealth, will be able to hold her head up high and proudly display her many jewels, a testimony to the people who care about our country and its past. Thank you. Hello,
3: done. hello. Done. Hello, Ben. Thank you very much indeed. I meant to point out the exits actually, there, in case anybody makes any noise. There's an exit over there on the right. Behind me, has the camera. Don't be flashing. We're putting people off. I said you're near the exit. We can help you out. Fairly handy. I call on uh, Mary Lawler now. On, Mary. I'll uh, take, take, take the pressure off you, Mary, so you can enjoy your drink afterwards. <laughs> and Mary's going to do uh,
0: horrible but- You're listening to Flux with Ronan Kelly. In this programme, the monologue night in the Norbar, Kilkenny.
8: Bob. We all get our share of troubles and strife. We just have to face it. That's the pattern of life. Now I'm alone, I look back through the years. I don't think of the bad times and troubles and tears. I remember the blessings, our home and our love, and that we share them together. I thank God above.
6: Paul is up next.
3: And uh, I'll going to do with Oliver, of
6: course, with uh, energy. Pardon me, I've am not. Have changed my tune, if you don't mind. I'll allow him to introduce him. I'll allow him to introduce them myself. Them <laughs> OK, Carl. Something I think might be more appropriate here. Uh, Fair enough. And, uh, it's called Poor Beasts. The horse and mule live thirty years and nothing know of wines and beers. The goat and sheep at twenty die, and never taste of scotch or rye. The cow drinks water by the ton, and at eighteen is mostly done. The dog at fifteen cashes in without the aid of rum and gin. The cat in milk and water soaks, and then in twelve short years it croaks. The modest, sober, bone-dry hen lays eggs for nogs, then dies at ten, all animals are strictly dry. They sinless live and swiftly die. But sinful, ginful, rum soaked men survive for threescore years and ten. And some of them are very few. Stay pickled till they're ninety-two.
3: <laughs> Anne
6: with her own work.
8: Um, I put off getting a mobile phone for many years and I di- didn't realise I was really postponing pleasure. So this, this is about the pleasure of words. Voodoo Phone Taboo I said I'd postpone the conceivable evil of mobilised phone Though nobody said it incites sibling strife or lures to tone Nobody spoke of testosterone toll taking over my life Nobody warned it's like falling in lust overnight. Nobody said I could have so much fun in bed on my own. Nobody said that the unwritten word could be riddled with dangerous zones. Nobody said I'd feel pain in my heart like a dart from an arrow and bow. Nobody said let your heart rule your head in a transient moment of bliss. Nobody said you could coast all night long without even a kiss. Nobody said you'd be wrecking my head with your rockin' and rollin' on words. Nobody told me I could be bold over and over again. Nobody said the Confucius rules till you don't know your R's from your zeros. Nobody said that my pulse rate might quicken till I might explode. Could you or I, or I guess at your literal conquest landing either these covers and sheets... Nobody could guess this erotic excess as one word thrives on another. Exercise and distress regain power more or less. I dabble in words of composure. Words to hum and to hew, to construct and construe. Quote Katie Malou, ah, desaphrodisiac tis you.
3: next I call the man that has been waiting to walk here for a long time. Um Pat Foley.
1: Oh, Pat. Oh, oh, the the lox. Lox.
5: Old Captain. going oh,
3: you know to call Pat
0: Foley has an old favorite. And
1: Sam McGee and There are strange things done beneath the midnight sun by the men who mile for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was as nice on the marge of Lake LaBarge I cremated Sam McGee. Now Sam McGee came from Tennessee where the cotton...
0: By the way, I should mention the monologue Gimp This is the stand of anyone who's performing from memory. Because they're not using notes, they have a free hand. This
1: they stick into their pocket.
0: It sort of balances their lean into the hand holding the microphone.
1: Then the door I opened wide. Well, there sat Sam sitting cool and calm in the middle of the furnace roar. He wore a smile, you could see a mile, and he said, Please! close the door. It's warm in here but I gravely fear that you're less in the cold and the storm since I left Plum Tree down in Tennessee to the first time I've been warm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not even a prompt. Not even a prompt. <laughs> these two verses,
3: <laughs> we know, we know, we were talking about it. We know, we know. <laughs> Our <laughs> uh, next call on uh, David Flynn
4: <laughs> It's probably one of the rare occasions where you can actually chat where Mick actually doesn't actually say anything. Uh, and it's really nice. Go on, Hey, Just bear with me now for a minute. Know,
2: okay, <laughs>
7: The gospel of God. You see, all
4: school teachers are actually the same, you know. <laughs> it is <possible.
7: laughs>
4: I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high on vales or hills when all at once I saw a crowd Host of golden daffodils, along the lake beneath the trees, the thousand dancing in the breeze. The waves beside me danced, but they outdid the sparkling waves in clean. A boat could not but be gay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Well, that will show you now how much you learned in school.
6: You
4: see, there you go again, you see. You see, this is why you want to have really classical teachers like me actually teaching you. Because you would not actually, actually forget that. For often off my couch I lie in vacant or in pensive mood that I flash upon that inward eye, which is the bliss of a solitude. And then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils. And it will be good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much indeed. Struggled a small bit, but you got through it. You got through it.
3: Fair faith, right? i we really like. Tenacity, courage.
0: Ronan is next. Not a poem, not a recitation.
1: I would like to address you about uh, a great American president. I think that uh, one of the greatest American presidencies was the one which started about 40 years ago and it was undertaken and delivered by an Irish-American who was the first Irish-American Catholic to be elected to the presidency of uh, that great country, uh, America. Ronan covers the Cuban
0: Missile Crisis, the Berlin speech and the race to space. He many
1: flaws. He was many things and he wasn't other things. I thought he was a very good president. He did a lot of things.
2: Brilliant.
1: And that is my monologue. Thank you very much. Thank you, <laughs> and, uh, thank you very much indeed. And,
0: uh, Helen gets up with a book called Remembered Kisses. She chooses a poem written by Sarah Berkley.
5: And it's called... We get along.
8: We get along like two houses on fire. We burn excitedly, swapping flames, crackling with joy. Let it always be so, or let it always be so.
0: Derry has a poem too. This is his own.
4: This is a poem I wrote about my daughter, Shauna, when she was seven years of age. I've been looking for a long time, seems it's always been the wrong time. But now, somehow, the furrow's lighten on my brow and I'm not looking anymore. For I've got a girl who won't deceive me. Yes, I've got a girl who'll never leave me. She's seven, sent from heaven, and I love her so. The sound of her laughter...
6: Nikki has a song, spoken. I'll go to bed now and dream
3: about you. And you pick me up, you drop me down. You were my smile, sometimes my frown. And love was all seeing. Yet love was blind. Love was a cruel one. Yet love was kind. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: <laughs> they had to stay quiet all night. But at the end, the singers are finally allowed voice.
3: Show me the way to go.
5: Oh,
0: <laughs> Alum. Mick has this one from the
6: Fca oh you're losing them you're losing them lift up your pants more tight Who's are day
2: who's our day whose pants have you on tonight that's what the fca will
6: <laughs> That's
0: the programme. Thanks for listening. The email address for the programme is flux at rte.ie. That's flux at rte.ie. Or you can write to me, Ronan Kelly, RTE Radio 1, RTE Dublin 4.